Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont's budget plan holds the line on broad new taxes. Will it succeed? Our budget is much more than a list of expenditures and revenues. Rather, it's a reflection of our shared values. The governor has received mixed reviews from state lawmakers over his $46 billion two-year state budget proposal to keep the state afloat. An economist says it misses the boat. I'm Ebong Udama, WSHU senior political reporter. I try to make sense of local and national policy by talking to the people who are directly involved. Coming up on Capitol Avenue, how Connecticut's governor tries to hold the line on new taxes while being confronted with big spending needs and a budget shortfall. But first, this podcast is made possible by you. Contribute today online at WSHU.org and tell them you heard the message on Capitol Avenue. And thank you. Democratic legislative leaders support Lamont's proposal. Senate Majority Leader Bob Duff says it's a good start. We will look at the budget from our perspective and our lens and negotiate with him as far as um, what what is a good product uh, for the people of the state of Connecticut. Lamont says he wants to make it more affordable to live in the state. However, he has to deal with a projected $4 billion two-year deficit. Democratic Senator John Fonfara is the co-chair of the Finance Committee. He says more sources of revenue are needed beyond what has been proposed by the governor. We often think of taxes immediately as the way to get there, but I I think that we can look at more creative ways to do that. Democratic Senator Kathy Austin says there's not enough money in the budget. She's the co-chair of the Appropriations Committee. She'd like more money spent on social services. We also have an obligation to fund those private nonprofits to continue to support the safety net in Connecticut. They take care of our most vulnerable. Lamont has ruled out any broad-based new taxes. He wants to leverage more state and local government aid from the federal government and draw down on some of the state's $3.5 billion rainy day fund. Our budget also includes an increase in pilot funding, payment of lieu of taxes, funding in the out years from 50% coming from our cannabis revenues to further support our cities and towns. Lamont says the cannabis revenue would depend on lawmakers approving his proposal to legalize and tax the sale of marijuana. Republicans who are in the minority say they are not impressed by the governor's proposal. It's sort of um, a mediocre budget that is uh, safe and provides multiple choice options for the legislature. That's Vincent Candelora, the GOP leader in the House. He takes issue with Lamont's proposal to legalize and tax marijuana as a new source of state revenue. It's become sort of a commercialized enterprise, and that's complicated the debate not just for Republicans, but for Democrats too. And I think that's why that proposal's never been able to move forward over the last six years. Lamont also wants to raise revenue from state regulation of online sports betting. And he has resurrected a truck-only highway user fee. He says it's a tractor-trailer mileage-based fee that would raise about $90 million a year. And it would only apply to larger heavyweight trucks. Kevin Kelly is the GOP leader in the Senate. He says he's concerned that the heavy truck mileage fee would not only affect out-of-state trucks. It's going to hit trucks that start and finish their routes, like home heating oil trucks, 
and place that burden and that cost squarely on the middle-class kitchen table. The Republicans also criticized Lamont for relying on federal aid that has yet to be realized. Budget negotiations between the governor and the lawmakers are expected to begin in earnest after state income tax returns are received in April. Up next, an economist is skeptical about how the Democrats in charge will boost the economy. We will go two decades with no net growth. Hi, I'm Davis Donovan, host of the WSHU podcast, Off the Path. I explore all kinds of hidden nooks and crannies and fascinating history on the road from New York to Boston. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can find Off the Path from New York to Boston on WSHU Public Radio. $46 billion two-year budget proposed to close a $4 billion projected deficit. Fred Costinson is an economist at UConn. He says the Connecticut economy has a structural problem that Lamont's budget proposal fails to confront. We don't have any economic growth. And this has been the case since the last recession in 2009. Since we began to recover, we had one year in which we had strong recovery of about 4% in real terms. But, but the last three years before the pandemic, our recovery is 0.6%. It's less than 1% annually. Lamont says Connecticut has a bright economic future as more people move to the state. Costinson says that population bump would only slightly change the dynamic. The pandemic may give us a small opportunity with companies going for a more distributed network in terms of having satellite offices and having people work from home. Yes. Um, but none of that is going to fundamentally change the trajectory for Connecticut. Costinson also takes issue with some of the new tax proposals from Democratic legislative leaders. We can restructure our tax system. That'll help. We could restructure the budget. Yeah, that would help. Would it fundamentally change the fact that we aren't going to recover until 2030? No. Senate President Martin Looney is a sponsor of some of the new taxes and budget restructuring proposals, that includes a new mansion tax and a 1% surcharge on capital gains. He says tax equity has to be part of an economic recovery plan. Because we do need to find revenue to provide property tax relief, as we have uh, proposed doing in creating a new payment in lieu of taxes program that takes need into account. He says all towns get about the same level of reimbursement, and that should not be the case. Last year, the pilot was funded at about 25%. Uh, the authorized level, but that meant that Greenwich got the same level of reimbursement for Greenwich Hospital property that uh, New Haven got for Yale New Haven property or Hartford got for Hartford Hospital property. He says his proposal would reimburse cities and towns based on their level of wealth and their net grand list per capita, the amount of taxable property in town. Greenwich has a per capita net grand list of about $740,000 per person. At the other end of the scale is New Britain, uh, whose grand list per capita is $50,000 per person. Uh, therein lies the, the stark contrast in equities. Looney's proposal would have all towns with a grand list average of less than $100,000 get half of their state-authorized reimbursement. Towns with an average of between 100000 and 200000 would have 40%, and towns over $200,000 would have 30%. So that would 
introduce greater equity in the program would mean that everyone's pilot would go up at least to some extent, because even those at the 30 percent level would be getting more than the current level of funding. And it is a way of targeting uh, tax relief to communities who need it most. Nooney would have to negotiate with Governor Ned Lamont, who has said over again that he's opposed to any new broad-based tax. So, the real debate on the budget has begun. If you ask Democratic legislative leaders, more money is needed now. Anything we do in terms of taxes needs to be progressive. If you ask the governor, he's got the best idea on the table. I'm pretty proud of the budget we've put together. If you ask an economist, the governor will likely miss his opportunity. The problem that Lamont has is he's not promising to deliver a better future. This is Capital Avenue from WSHU Public Radio, making sense of local and national policy by talking to the people who are directly involved. Spread the word by rating Capital Avenue on your podcasting app. The more informed listeners in our community, the better. This episode was produced by J.D. Allen. WSHU's web editor is Dave Eisenstadter. Terry Sheridan is WSHU's news director and Tom Kuzer is WSHU's program director. I'm Ebong Udama. Thanks for listening. Until next time.